listening to the Shut the Fork Up podcast with your host and your fat positive big sister, Destiny Murtaugh. Join us for your weekly dose of unhinged FaceTime energy with your bestie, where we talk about literally forking everything. Let's go, bitches. Well, hello, everybody. Happy Thursday. Can you believe that Christmas is only a few days away? Because I don't know about you, but that is wild to me. There seems to be a general kind of feeling of melancholy right now. I don't know about you, but a lot of people that I follow on Instagram, on TikTok, all seem to kind of be in their Ebenezer Scrooge era. Like no one really seems to have a lot of Christmas spirit or be feeling super holiday-y. I don't know if that is. So like I live in Southern Ontario and we typically have snow by now and we've had like one snowfall and it was like the most pathetic snowfall. Like I don't think it even really stuck to the ground. I think it's contributing to at least a lot of people in my area who are used to having like a lot of snow around the holidays. I feel like if we get snow in the couple of days in the next couple of days that'll probably change my mind a little bit. I'm not really feeling the holiday vibe this year. To be honest, I haven't really felt it for the last couple of years. This year, I think especially like with my papa now being gone, the holidays are taking a bit more of a sad feel than they ever really have for us. Like, oh God, I'm going to cry. Like he, he's been here every single Christmas on Christmas day. It's going to be so weird to have a holiday without him. I don't know. So maybe that's why, but regardless, I'm just having a lot of feelings towards Christmas and the holiday season. And like, obviously I am also moving like less than a week after Christmas. So there's just a lot going on and I'm feeling a lot of emotions, but feeling a lot of emotions around this time of year is not foreign to me. I don't know about you, but I really struggle during the holidays. If you come from a similar kind of dynamic where maybe you don't always get along the best with your family, um, specifically if you're plus size and you're having to deal with, you know, toxic family members who make comments about like weight and dieting and what you're eating and stuff like that. If you're someone who has been single a long time or you're recently single again for the holidays, like always being asked questions about like boyfriends and dating and stuff, it can just be a lot. (laughs) There is a reason why there is a lot of like hospital visits and stuff on Christmas Day because it can just, it can be really hard to be around family and to celebrate the holidays. So in the summer, I actually did an episode where I did like a big girl's guide or like a big sister's guide to surviving summer. You guys loved it and I really enjoyed making it. So I thought another time of year that I also really struggle with you know, family and things is the holidays. So I thought, why not do like a big sister's guide to surviving the holidays? We can talk things, toxic family, body image, being chronically single and more. (laughs) So go grab yourself your favorite holiday drink, grab something cozy and let's get into it, shall we? I know that this time of year can be really complicated and really tough for a lot of people and I just maybe want to help make that a little bit less daunting and a little less scary. These are obviously just my own little tips and like little nuggets of advice from my own experience and things that work for me, but obviously every single person is different and I'm no way telling you that you need to do all of these things, 
feel free to take one or none or all of them and implement them um, or let me know if you have something that you're doing instead. These are just ideas to hopefully make your holidays a little bit sweeter this year and a little more jolly. <laughs> the first thing, and I feel like this, I definitely said this in the summer episode as well, go through your social media and delete anybody and anything that makes you feel like shit about yourself. The holidays and like going into new year can be a super triggering time for a lot of people. Like we know this is the time of year where like we see the most diet culture in action. Like all of the companies are advertising for weight loss and like starting your new year right and losing weight in the new year and yada yada yada. So if those kind of things are triggering to you and they're not helping you find your joy and they're bringing you down this holiday season, just block them. If someone that you know from high school or in your real life is posting about like their weight loss journey right now as they're heading into the new year, block them. It doesn't mean that it's a permanent thing or that you don't still like that person or you don't still respect them. It's just currently they are not someone that is bringing you joy and you can always unblock them. Like it's not permanent. You can also just mute the account for like over the holiday season. Maybe you have a friend who has a family like Lorelai and Rory and they just get along so well and it's really hard for you to see a relationship that is that healthy at least on social media you know like from our perception maybe you just mute them for the holidays so that you're not seeing all of their like happy-go-lucky family vacation pictures and whatnot if it's just going to make you feel shitty about your own situation again blocking or muting someone is not permanent you can always go into your settings and into your blocked list and unblock people and i am going to take my own advice here and i am going to go through my social media because i know that like this time of year can be super triggering and like that rhetoric is already going to be all over the news and in magazines and you know in the targeted ads that we're going to start getting it's already going to be everywhere. I don't need to see it on my Instagram feed or on my TikTok. Like, I just want to see my cute little recipes and all the moving content and stuff like that. So I definitely recommend you start with cleansing your social media. So your Facebook, your Instagram, your TikTok, just get rid of anything that is going to make you feel like shit because you're already probably feeling like shit during this time. So why not try to take something out of it that's going to make it a little better. My second tip for you is to set boundaries ahead of time. We all know, if you're anything like me, that setting boundaries is not easy, especially at first. It can be so incredibly awkward and stressful when you're having those conversations and it doesn't always work out the way that you want it to, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. I definitely struggle with confrontation and never wanting to rock the boat. I am part of the hashtag people people pleasers club. So something that has helped me because it doesn't feel as confrontational is to set my boundaries before I even arrive home. Now obviously this year has looked a little bit different because I've been living at home since March which you know comes with its own challenges. But like if you're going home on Christmas and you're still living in your apartment right now like maybe you shoot your mom a text as you're listening to this episode and you're like, hey mom, I'm so excited to come home for Christmas, but you know, I'm really struggling with my body image right now, or I'm really struggling with my breakup with so-and-so, and I would just really appreciate it if we could refrain from talking about those things at all. If we can't, then I might need to leave the room or I might need to go home. I find it a lot easier. You know, like if you think of like a bully, right? Like in high school, we were always told that, like cyberbullying is like getting so big now, obviously, because it's so much easier 
to be mean to someone when you're not seeing them face to face, when there's a screen between you. Well, in the same regard, it's so much easier to have those difficult conversations around boundaries when you're not like looking into your mom's eyes and she's not like rolling her eyes at you or like not taking you seriously. You can put it in writing. And what's good about that is you also have that to go back on if, say, during Christmas, your mom brings up something that you had listed as a boundary and she's like, oh, like, I, you never said that. Like, that, you can pull up your text and be like, here's the receipts, bitch. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I think for me, at least, setting them ahead of time has been a lot easier for me. It's taken some of the stress out of it. If you have, like, a family group chat, you could throw it in there, you know, cross off a bunch of people at the same time. You could ask your mom to kind of spread the word. Whatever it may be, like, at the end of the day, your well-being is the most important and if they can't respect your boundaries that you're laying out, then like easier said than done, but maybe, you know, that's not where you should be right now. And obviously like that's not the solution for everyone. And like that does come from a privileged place to even be able to just draw the line in the sand that clearly and stick to it. Like, I don't know about you, but I would probably get my ass beat if I just like walked out of family dinner. And to be honest, like my family is not very progressive and I don't think they even know what a boundary is <laughs> so you don't have to necessarily necessarily be like hey mom like these are my boundaries be simple with it be like hey I want to come for Christmas but I'm really sensitive about these things right now and I would really appreciate it if we like refrain from talking about them hopefully that works for you and there's no incidences and everyone just takes your boundaries seriously and respects them but I mean, let's be real, there is still probably a very high chance that someone or multiple someones might make comments still. So this also looks like you showing up and continuing to stress your boundaries and reinforce them. You need to redirect those conversations when they veer into the uncomfortable territory. If someone like says something about your boyfriend, maybe you leave the room, maybe that's your way of dealing with it. But it's really, really important that just because you've set your boundaries once, whether it was ahead of time, whether it was earlier in the day, do not let them walk over you and continue to follow in that pattern. Try to redirect the conversations, restate your boundaries as you need, leave the room if you need to, and ultimately, like if you have to, leave or do something to protect your space. Maybe you go and you do something else for a little while, or you find an ally, someone, maybe you have a cousin who's around your age and like gets where you're coming from, and the two of you can go off and you can just kind of like chill for a little bit and then come back. Boundaries are so tricky because they're, I feel like they're so hard to enforce and some families are obviously going to be better than others and they're going to take it seriously and they're going to get where you're coming from and they're going to respect that and others just aren't unfortunately and that's kind of the reality but that's where my third tip comes into play which is definitely something that I have done and that is wear your hair down and bring your airpods whoever invented airpods I mean I know who invented them but like that person deserves the biggest hug in the world because they are just so small and so inconspicuous like if you have long enough hair just wear your hair down and put your airpods in you can put both in you can put one in i tend to keep the volume just low enough that i can hear if someone says something directly to me but also like 
I can kind of drown myself out in the music or the podcast or the audiobook or whatever it might be. Yes, this is like an escaping tactic, but who cares? If you're going to get a little bit more of a peace of mind sitting at your family dinner while your homophobic racist family is talking about things that are just like making you absolutely want to go feral and lose your shit, but you know if you do lose your shit, you're going to get kicked out of your house or get backhanded, (laughs) then maybe you just put your AirPods in and you just blissfully unaware and you just don't have to listen to that kind of talk and you can protect your space while still being present and trying to make the best of the holidays. In a similar vein, I definitely recommend downloading the Kindle app on your phone. If your family is anything like mine, everyone will be in the living room and there'll be like a movie on or one of those like fireplace things and everyone will be in the room together, but everyone will also be on their phone. And that is family time, apparently. But the moment you come out with a physical book or an e-reader, suddenly you're the pariah and you're no longer participating in family time and you're just like a moody 28 year old but if you download the kindle app or ibooks or even an audiobook then you're just on your phone you're the same as everybody else they don't know that you're secretly reading listen y'all the kindle app has changed my life i mean i obviously do love my kindle like my e-reader as well and specifically kindle unlimited But reading on the phone is just so discreet. And like I said, especially in my family when everyone's on their phone anyway, and it doesn't center me out. It doesn't make it look like I'm not doing what everybody else is. So I get a free pass and I'm reading my book. So it's literally a win-win. Anyway, Kindle, this is your sign to sponsor me. I talk about you in literally every single freaking episode. Okay, hold on. I need to take a break from talking about my little tips here because have you guys listened to Sabrina Carpenter's new Christmas EP, Fruitcake? If you haven't, when you're done listening to this podcast, please do yourself a favor and go listen to it. It is a fucking hoot. It is so fun. I hate Christmas music with a passion. I don't know if it's because I worked in retail and they would play Christmas music like literally at the end of October, like early November, all throughout the holidays, or if it's because I grew up with my mother who also decorated for Christmas super early and would be playing Christmas music. I don't know what it is, but I am not a Christmas music girly. It drives me insane. Even on Christmas Day, I'm like, this is too much for me. But Sabrina's EP... The last song is like kind of a cover, but all of the other ones are original. So she's not just doing like covers of Silent Night or whatever, but they're so funny. Like they're so, she just has such strong pen game and her lyrics are so funny and they're very sexual and she's just like, I don't know. I highly recommend. They're very entertaining songs, especially like Nonsense is a really good one. If you're really looking for just like a funny, like punny kind of song. Anyway, that's just like my little, my little spiel. Um, I definitely recommend recommend you go check it out because it's just like a really fun listen. And I think that more than anything this year has given me a little bit of Christmas spirit. Okay, number four, I want you to create an escape plan. <laughs> Having an escape plan doesn't necessarily mean that you will use it, but just knowing that you have one Sometimes that's all you need is just knowing that like if you do need it, you have a predetermined way out. 
maybe that looks like a friend calling you with an emergency or your roommate calling you that the kitchen is flooding. That could be something as simple as telling your family when you arrive in the morning that you have to leave by a designated time to go to work or to go to another function or whatever. Like, create yourself an escape plan (laughs) because then if things are going really shitty, you know, maybe nobody is respecting your boundaries. Maybe things are just getting a little too much for you and you're feeling really shitty. Maybe you got into a huge argument with your family about something. You have a plan in place. I would definitely recommend like having a preset time. That way, like, you know, there is an end goal in sight. You are racing to the end zone and you know that like, okay, like if something is happening, like say at like 10 a.m., your mom is making comments about your body or like what you're eating. You're like, you know what? It's okay. Like I said, I was leaving by one. I only have a couple more hours of this. Like you can do it. Just get through it. Make nice for the holidays. And then you can just go home and like do your own thing. Kind of in tandem with this is I would say like, if possible, make an ally. (laughs) Like maybe this is a cousin. Maybe this is a fun uncle. Maybe this is your mom. If you have a really good relationship with your mom and it's someone else in your family who is kind of the issue find yourself an ally. Unfortunately, in my household, I don't really have an ally, but there is no shame in having an escape plan. Also, does anybody else, whenever I see the word escape, I'm always like, escape. Funny, it's not just like escape. (laughs) You can read here, read this now. P. Sherman, 42 way, Wallaby way, Sydney. Okay, number five. I definitely said the same thing in the summer episode, but wear something that you feel confident and comfortable in. I want you to wear your outfit like a piece of armor, okay? If you feel comfortable in, I don't know, like a good pair of jeans and a cute top, wear that. If you feel comfortable in leggings and like a holiday sweater, wear that. If you feel comfortable going all out and wearing like, I don't know, like a denim skirt and heels and getting all done up, like do it. Who cares? I am all for wearing whatever the fuck you want to. I will say sometimes it is a little bit easier to just go with the flow, at least on that, like that one day. (laughs) Like, like this isn't no, this is in no way me telling you to water yourself down or to not wear something that you want to wear. If you want to wear it and you want to go for it, go for it, girl. Like I am not stopping you all the power to you, but sometimes it's a little bit easier to just go with the flow. But again, like easy is not always the solution. It's literally just easier. So if you want to go out, go go all out. But maybe this looks like, you know, wearing nice jeans instead of ripped jeans because you know that like everyone's just going to like keep ragging on you for your ripped jeans. Maybe this looks like not wearing anything cropped when you normally would because you know that your family is going to make comments about like your body and like what you're wearing. Sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta wear your clothes like armor. And if you already go in wearing something that you don't feel comfortable in, like, like if you're already feeling shitty about yourself and your outfit and you're already feeling uncomfortable and insecure, like that is in no way going to help you survive the rest of the day. You're just, you're already miserable and you're just going to be plopping on more misery all day. Like that's no fun. That is not holly jolly, fa la 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 la. No. I want you to put on something cute. This doesn't have to be something fucking crazy, okay? Or hell, maybe you even show up in like Christmas pajamas. No one can say that that's not festive. Literally, who cares? At the end of the day, again, it is about you and your comfort and your feelings. And if you're going to feel comfortable in something and confident in it, then wear that. Because trust me, if your family's anything like mine, 
your Christmas day is already going to be stressful and it's already going to be a lot. So you might as well feel cute and comfy while you deal with that. You need to control what you can and let go of the rest. We cannot control everything, despite how much we might think that we can. All we can control is ourselves and what we're putting our time and our energy into. You know, like <laughs> when you're at a Christmas dinner or a Christmas holiday party or whatever, like you cannot control the actions or the words of other people. But we can control how we respond to that if we even do. So this is like I said, maybe you leave the room. Maybe you walk away. Maybe you're putting your AirPods in so you're just like not part of that conversation and you're not hearing what's going on. Maybe this looks like you reaffirming your boundary and being like, hey, like I'd really appreciate if we stop talking about this certain topic or like I'm not comfortable talking about so-and-so. Maybe you're like, I've already asked you to respect this boundary and you're not like, I'd really appreciate like an apology or like I need to leave. And again, like maybe that does look like you leaving. Like sometimes you just gotta take yourself out of the situation and ask for forgiveness instead of permission. Like maybe you just leave and then you call your mom later and you're like, hey, I'm sorry. I left. I love you. I had a great time. But like Uncle Gerald was being a dick and I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to like ground yourself. Maybe that looks like going into the bathroom for a little bit and like calling your best friend and just like ranting to her for a minute and then coming out or like, you know, reading on your phone for a little bit or going and listening to like a couple songs to kind of hype, get you hyped up. Maybe that looks like you taking a shot just to take the edge off. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you got to do to survive. <laughs> like the way that I'm making it sound like it's World War Three. like listen, <laughs> in some houses it is. Okay, this was like a lot shorter of an episode than I thought it would be, but the last kind of thing that I wanted to put is like you can say no and you can walk away. Like sometimes the hardest thing is saying no like with no suddenly is like just just doesn't seem like a very like simple easy word even though it's only two letters but you can say no like no is setting boundaries no is indicating to other people like what is acceptable and what isn't it's protecting yourself it's protecting your own, own energy and no matter what like you have a voice and you can always say no and i guess my last thing is don't let anyone tell you what you can and can't eat i have spent so many holidays and birthdays and things watching what I was eating or not going up for more of like the grandma's scalp potatoes that I love so 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 much because such and such family member is going to make a comment on it or yada 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 literally who the fuck cares and I mean this is my mindset all year round but especially on a holiday or like on a birthday literally who the fuck cares if you want to go up and have that second piece of, I don't know, prime rib, go for it. If you want to go up and have your third piece of pie, go for it. Will you feel sick in the morning? Maybe, but that's life. That's you. That's living. That's enjoying the holidays. If you don't feel sick the day after Christmas, like literally, what are you doing? Honestly, I literally don't care. I am so beyond caring. It's incredible. I'm going to be on the other side of the country in less than two weeks. Like I am thriving, bitch. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. I'm entering a new era. May the odds be ever in your favor. And honestly, okay, hold on. I know what it's like to live with a family that you don't feel connected with. A family that seems to have very different values than you and a family that can be very hard to live with or to see on holidays and stuff. If you need someone to give you permission to not go to a holiday thing 
or give you permission to make that exit plan and plan to leave early, this is me giving that to you. I feel like because it's family, we always think that like, oh, we have to do it. Like I can't not go because it's family. And sure, like maybe if you don't go, there'll be a bit of a fallout or you'll get into a little bit of a fight with someone. But like if they're your family, then missing a Christmas or a birthday or whatever it might be shouldn't be the end of the world. And at the end of the day, they should be happy that you're taking care of yourself. So if you're just not there this year like this has been a hard year the last couple years I feel like have been hard years and if you just can't take that on this year too this is me giving you permission to get out of that situation or at least to give yourself an exit plan and like a time that you are leaving I'm just so sad when I see so many posts of people being absolutely miserable during the holidays or, you know, getting texts from friends who have similar kind of family dynamics that, you know, their aunt has commented on their weight gain or so-and-so is making them feel shitty for breaking up with their boyfriend or turning down his engagement or whatever. It's your life. You are an adult probably if you're listening to this (laughs) if not you will be an adult soon but you should always have a choice and you should never feel bad about putting yourself first because you are the main character and you are the priority and you need to treat yourself as the priority and know that you're the fucking bomb and I love you and I hope that you have an amazing holiday I won't be talking to you now until I am in British Columbia Um, I'm going to be taking the next two weeks off as kind of like a holiday break, um, just because as you guys know, or if you don't, I am moving in like less than two weeks to the other side of the country for a job. And just with like all of that stress and like my family is going to be home on Christmas break too, because school's going to be out. It's just not feasible to think that I'm going to have a chance to record and do the podcast for the next two weeks. So I'm taking it off and I will be back the second week. like the second Thursday of January, which I think is the 8th, if I'm remembering correctly. And that should be a very interesting episode because that will officially be me a week post starting my job and like a week and a half um, after moving to Vancouver Island. So I'm sure we will have lots to talk about. And since this is our last episode of 2023, oh my god, I didn't realize that until just now. I just want to say like, literally from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to Shut the Fork Up. To everyone who has spent even like a minute listening, I am so grateful for you and I am so excited for everything that we're going to talk about in 2024. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode um, and I hope you have an amazing holiday and a wonderful new year and I cannot wait to go into 2024 with all of you. I'm so excited. Okay, anyway, thank you so much, and I will see you guys in the new year. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Shut the Fork Up podcast with your favorite host, Destiny Murtaugh. Don't forget to rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast, and to follow your host on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at It's Your Dust. Do not forget to be a bad bitch, and we'll see you again on Thursday.